Blog Talk Radio. Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad, because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Folks, thanks for joining me on All Things Franchising today. My name is Linda Ballesteros, and I'm your host today. Thanks so much for spending some time with me. I love it when people um, carve out just a little bit of their precious time to spend it with me, and, and it's always an honor. You know, when we're in the middle of a pandemic right now, it is May 28th, and our poor kids have been out of school since, oh, probably almost the whole school year, probably since the first of the year for sure. And I always think of how are they doing? How are they, how are they progressing? Uh, especially since many of them are being homeschooled by parents that are not really trained for that. And I ran across this article the other day, and it read a bit like this. The ability to think critically and challenge standards is the basis of innovation. According to the Equality of Opportunity Project, innovation is the critical component to economic growth. Innovative thinkers are the movers and shakers that have the potential to change the world. And when I thought about that, I thought about our kids today. They have the potential to be the movers and the shakers of the world tomorrow. So today my guest is Abid Abedi. He is the founder and CEO of iCode, which is a leading provider of the STEAM-focused education for kids K through 12. Abid, thank you so much for being on the show today. Good afternoon, Linda. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You know, there times are changing so much, Abid, and I see that we can't depend on the school districts and the schools to provide the kids everything they need to be productive when they um, become adults. So tell me, how did you see or when did you see there was a need for something like iCode? I think this was about five years ago, Linda, because if you think about it, you know, the world we live in has changed dramatically from the time that you and I used to go to school versus where we are today. Mm-hmm. And if you think about our school and how we teach the kids and uh, what we teach the kids, that has really not changed very much. Uh, we still sort of have the classrooms. There's still the memorization aspect of it, still the test. And the way we teach and what we teach has really not changed, even though the society and the world we live in has changed significantly. So that's what having three kids myself, I, I felt that it is important that we really teach the kids the skills they need. And one of the skills you talked about, the critical thinking. I think it's absolutely imperative that the kids have the inquisitive mind, uh, able to think critically and solve. That's what I think successful people do. And that's when sort of the idea about iCode came to me that it's not about coding necessarily, 
But as you know, coding teaches kids multiple different things like critical thinking, time management, problem solving. And these are the skills that are very much needed. Absolutely, it is. Um, I read recently that um, the STEAM and the STEM programs are almost like a disruptor, if you will, in a good way, for our education system. What do you think about that? I think, I think it's true because if you think about the jobs of the future, uh, you know, and the types of jobs that we are creating is very different to the jobs that we had in the past. Uh, according to the World Economic Forum, about 70% of the jobs in 2030 are not even created yet. Uh, mm-hmm. For instance, you know, with, especially with this pandemic, uh, we are having a lot of people are talking about delivery through drones, for instance. Uh, if you have quite a few of drones, you need somebody that could manage the drone's traffic, for instance, just as an example of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazon is trying out, you know, cashless uh, stores. So the jobs that we, you know, are going to drive on the, on the tollways used to have toll collectors. Those are all, jo- all the jobs are gone. So the mm-hmm. types of jobs we're creating are significantly different, and therefore the education that the kids need or the skills the kids, kids need are very different to what we used to have them in the past. And that's why mm-hmm. I think the education system fundamentally has to change uh, and teach the kids things that are relevant and important to succeed in the future. Oh, absolutely. I, I agree 100%. How did you put together this program? Did, is that your background? Is computer science your background? No, actually, uh, my background is accounting. Uh, I've done mm-hmm. multiple startups in different in- industries. And one of the greatest myths that people have, uh, since your show is about franchising, is you really need to know the industry you're getting into. If you think about it, in terms of what it takes to run a company, it takes multiple different skills. Uh, I happen to have knowledge and experience in accounting and finance. Uh, but for instance, if you were to assume that I had experience in coding, then if I were to start a company in coding, which is my background, if, suppose, if, if it's my background, I need to hire somebody to run my business, somebody to do accounting or finance, for instance, somebody to do marketing, so I, any CEO or any person that's starting a business uh, is typically not going to have all the skills necessary for them to be successful in business. So they would have to hire people to uh, supplement the skills that they don't have. So I really don't shy away from starting a business, uh, you know, whether I have the experience in that particular industry or not. What you need to focus on is, is there a problem they're trying to solve? And do you have a solution that you think is unique? that if implemented, I think would be good. Once you have that, then I think it's just hiring the people that complement the skill set that you don't have. So mm-hmm. that's sort of my sort of myth. So my experience uh, and background is not in coding, but what I look for is a business problem and, and then see if I could have a solution to solve that business problem. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. actually it's an advantage, Linda, to, to coming into an industry that you don't know anything about because you don't have the blinders in terms of what, how it should be done. And sure. you think completely out of the box. Uh, sure. and, and that's what helps me, you know, my businesses is that thinking that's just because not being done, or I don't know that it's being done, that I come up with different ways and I code in multiple different ways is very different to what an after-school program typically looks like. Yes, absolutely. So, Tell us a little bit about what iCode offers. What are some of the programs that you've put together that you offer 
um, and and it's amazing you you offer this K through 12. So many of the programs they don't cover um, all of the the um, public school years. You know they That's may right. focus on a, on maybe elementary or middle school or high school, but you've you've taken on K through 12. That's a pretty big task. So how do you create programs, and what are some of those programs? That's a great question. I mean, one of the things that I think is important first is creating an environment that's conducive to learning. Uh, for instance, if you look at some of the after-school programs, typically you'll find them at the back of the strip center. You know, they're sort of uh, yep. what I call them, and no sort of disrespect by any stretch, but sort of hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, the small kitty tables, round tables, and kids sit around. And I've taken my kids to some of the after-school programs. I'm not going to name any for, mm-hmm. you know, because I think it's not appropriate. But after a few sort of weeks, I literally had to drag them to take them to the program because mm-hmm. the environment is just not conducive to learning. So one of the things we have done at iCode is to create uh, an environment that the kids absolutely love. And, and any event that I go to uh, for iCode, one of the things that parents always stop me and talk about is, you know, this is the only program I've that the kids actually drag me to come to the program. So this is the first, I think, fundamental stuff, step is to create an environment that's conducive to learning because I think that's important. The second thing I think that's important is make learning fun because if you make learning boring, it's not going to go well. And that's why, you know, it's not about the subject, whether the kids like the subject or not. It is the teacher that teaches them and the way the teacher teaches them is what makes the subject fun. So those are two sort of philosophical differences between iCode and uh, some of the other programs that are out there. Now, in terms of, uh, you know, tackling K1 through K12, uh, we are different programs. Uh, for instance, uh, we have a belt system, which is progressive from foundation belt all the way to black belt. And each belt is broken down into different sprints. Uh, each sprint is four weeks long. So we kind of use sort of a martial art style of progression. Uh, that's sort of the one thing, what we call the advanced program, which is basically belt system and the kids progressively go through. So the kids know exactly what to expect. The parents knows, knows what to expect uh, from the classroom and the, what the kids will be learning. So that's one program. The other philosophical thing that's important, I think, is we need to make any products and services uh, in a way that the consumer wants to consume it and make it easier for the consumer consumer to buy from you. And that's why I think Amazon for all the hype and that the fact that it, got, it has everything that you probably could think of need is, is I think is immensely successful because I think it is the easiest way to order something from any e-commerce site. And there are thousands of thousands of e-commerce sites, but none as easy to order as Amazon is. So for that reason, so we have the structured belt program that we take the kids through K1 through K-8, and then we have boot camps for the high school students. So we have broken down the way we have tackled the problem of K-1 to K-12 is we know that, you know, kids up to sort of middle school like to have a structured program. They're not, they may not necessarily know, you know, what they want to do. But once they get into sort of the high school, then they're pretty much decided what they want to do. So for them, we have a boot camp uh, for different skill set, whether it's Java or AI a blockchain a database uh, so it keeps the kids at the high school level interested in it. So it's not the same sort of belt program that we have all the way through K1 through K12. K to 8 is what we have the belt program, and then from 9, 10, 11, 12, 
we have boot camps that we offer the kids from a high school perspective. So that's sort of what, what calls about our advanced program. But those, that's very structured program, and each belt is roughly from six to eight months duration. To, to offer something, an alternative, uh, we have something called PACE, which is drop-in program for game development, because not all parents can commit to an X number of sort of times uh, for six months. Uh, so for that, we have something called PACE program that we offer. And then obviously in the summer camps, we stop our curriculum program and we have the different summer camps. We have over 20 different summer camps we offer during the summer. So that's our third program. And the fourth and the last one is what we call iSports. And eSports is huge. Kids love it. So we offer, uh, you know, sports league, uh, iSports. So we have full gaming hubs uh, that kids can come and take participate in. So we have four different programs, the advanced program, the pace program, the summer camps program and the ice sports program. So that's how we have tackled all the way from one to twelve. Well, it sounds fun to me, and I'm not an I am not a big techie. So, but, so if you've got me interested <laughs> in this, that's that's huge because I'm sure the kids are really excited about this. Now that we know a little bit about what iCode has to offer, let's talk about what uh, what it would look like from a franchisee's perspective. So when you're looking for a franchisee, I know that you mentioned that they don't necessarily have to have uh, a history or uh, experience in coding. Um, so if they don't have that experience, a bit, how, do you, how, how do you train them? First of all, we provide the curriculum and we provide all the instructors. So for the franchisee owner, you're not in the classroom necessarily teaching kids because you could hire somebody for a lot less uh, from a pay scale perspective rather than getting in and teaching it yourself. So you hire instructors and we have instructor training. We have videos for every single belt, every single program we have that we could train. We do monthly training sessions for the instructors. So then as a franchisee, what we are looking for is somebody who's good from a marketing perspective and administrative perspective. That's the skill set they're looking for in a franchisee or the director of the school, not necessarily the technology aspect of it, because we cover it. We provide the curriculum. We provide all the materials you need. Um, what I have, something called, uh, the, internally, we call it iCode in a box. So once the franchisee sort of signs up, uh, the construction sort of all is done, uh, we'll ship them everything they would need from pencil onwards to every single thing. And we have... Are you there, Abid? I think I've lost you. Folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break, and hopefully when we come back, we'll have a bit on the line. Ready to update your tired old kitchen or bathroom? Then you need to call Gambone's Custom Home Improvements. Gambone's does all phases of remodeling, specializing in kitchen and bath remodels. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements is a company you can trust. Family owned and operated with an A-plus rating with a BBB. Call Gambone's today, 832-437-8898, or check them out on the web at GamboneCHI.com. That's GamboneCHI.com. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements, where you will get quality work at a quality price. Do you know a family fighting cancer? The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan. 
whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day-to-day needs we take for granted become impossible. Just Foundation has been able to bless 100% of the applications submitted, and now they need your help. Find out more by going to JustFoundation.org. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. All Things Franchising is the radio show that you've been waiting for. Whether you're looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle by growing your business, allowing you to experience some of the fun things in life, or if you are looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Linda Biestetos is your host on All Things Franchising, where she interviews franchise experts from around the world. We feature top franchisers, franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, as well as others who support this fast-growing business model. Go to our Facebook and Twitter pages to listen to past shows and join the conversations on all things franchising. folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. We're here with Abid Abedi, and he is the founder of iCode. Um, Abid, I'm glad that you called back in. Sometimes that happens, you know, it's technology, right? So I think we're still not able to hear you. I'm not sure if you are on mute. There you go. A bit, I hear you now. Sorry, folks. It looks like he's having a bit of a problem um, getting in. So uh, one of the things that I want to talk about is to make sure that you understand how important it is for us to make sure that our kiddos are getting everything they need to go out and earn that living. And a bit, I think you're, you can hear me now. Yes, I do apologize, Linda. I was on the road on the highway. And no, dropped, so no worries. I, no worries. That, that happens sometimes. So what we were talking about is the training that you offer to the franchisees and their, um, and their trainers. You don't necessarily want them to be in the classroom. You want somebody that is a marketing person that's willing to go out and market iCode. That's right. I mean, so the skill set from technology not acquired. What is acquired is the administrative aspect of running a business and the marketing savvy. Mm-hmm. And we actually have a marketing playbook, uh, Linda, that lists all the activities uh, from in terms of this is sort of you have to sort of do because, you know, we have done it before. It works great. One recommended and, and sort of activities. So there's a playbook that's given to you exactly step-by-step step what to do, and obviously we're there to help you along the way as well. And that's the benefit mm-hmm. of sort of franchising versus starting something on your own. Right, exactly, because um, it, someone coming out of corporate, they may not know all of the aspects or even all the hats that a small business um, owner would have to have to wear. Do you help them to um, identify referral partners or partners or how to get into the school systems? Is that something you help them with? Absolutely. We, we have 
quite a bit of experience in terms of, you know, how to approach uh, either the superintendent or the principals. Uh, we have contract uh, sample contracts that we assign, uh, help them negotiate, you know, what we have done in the past. And that's the benefit of sort of you know, franchising versus opening some uh, on your own, what has worked in the past. And we obviously have a playbook and we have a whole sort of department that basically helps our franchisees, uh, you know, sort of who have not had business before, help them through this process. So I mentioned earlier that, you know, today is different and that the kiddos are at home. Um, How have you adjusted to accommodate the needs of the franchisee during this time of quarantine? That's a great question because one of the key sort of difference uh, that I sort of uh, I think is critical for any uh, company is agility and able to execute and listen and move because the only thing that's constant, uh, in my opinion, is change. Uh, mm-hmm. And an analogy that I use to describe being in business is being in a boxing ring. You constantly have to move, constantly have to adapt. Uh, you can take some punches. You could be Muhammad Ali, but you can say take some punches, and you give some punches. So, you know, we look at this thing as an opportunity. We had a, a strategy of digital, digitizing our curriculum uh, next year, but we sort of moved that forward. So we sort of realized that, you know, mid-March, when the country was shutting down, uh, the spring break, uh, myself having, you know, three daughters, uh, you know, the universities were closed, the schools were closing and not going back. So we worked uh, behind the scenes and launched an online courses April 1 with our own platform. Um, that was uh, incredible that our franchises were pleasantly surprised that rather than shutting down and trying to figure out what to do. Uh, so we came up with online courses. The second thing we did was help them wait through this whole EITL loans, the PPP loans, uh, with constant communication with them, helping them you know, with the banks, uh, referring them to the banks that we have a relationship with to go and apply and get those help. So we held weekly conference calls with all our franchisees, as, asking any questions they have, and launching the whole online program. We even did the fact that don't worry about instructions online, which is different. We will hire the people. We will train the people at the corporate level so they don't have to worry about hiring and training the, the instructors online. So we took that responsibility. We told them just focus on the marketing aspect. Forget everything else. Fill out the paperwork. Get get what is available that the federal government is offering you. Do the marketing. We will launch the courses. We will do the instructors, uh, and we will conduct online classes. So we kind of freed up their time significantly to just focus on these two things. And then on the side, we also had summer. We knew that some states may open up uh, or some CDs may allow uh, you know, on, on-site classes and some won't. So we converted nine of our summer camps into online summer camps. So it's starting June 1st, we're offering both online and where possible on-site summer camps as well. So I think the character of the, com- of, the of an organization is not when things are going well, when things are going bad, mm-hmm. what are you doing? We didn't lay mm-hmm. anybody off. Uh, we said, you know what, we're going to double down. We're going to bring forward the digital strategy which we're going to launch next year, launch it this year, and get you guys some revenue going while our competitors are still trying to figure out what to do. Oh, absolutely. So I I, that, I, yeah. you know, yeah. That's the difference between success and failure, in my opinion. 
Mm-hmm. And I do believe that every small business owner has to learn how to be flexible. And like you said, uh, just go with the punches and uh, go with the flow or whatever, whatever analogy you want to use. You have to be flexible because uh, today is going to be completely different than yesterday and it'll be completely different than tomorrow. So you just have to know that if that's what you're looking for, you might go get a job because being a a small business owner is not for the faint at heart. That's for sure. Um, One of the things, one of the things I'd love to hear from you is maybe a story. Can you maybe share a story with us about one of your franchisees? Sure. First of all, I have a lot of empathy for people who are leaving corporate America and starting on their own because it is a journey that is uh, quite different, a uh, lot more exciting. Uh, as you said, it's not for the faint of the heart. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, we're asking people to invest a significant amount of money, capital, in starting a business. Yep. And I'm very uh, keenly aware of it. Uh, myself being an entrepreneur, you know, I didn't have a lot when I started my first business 25 years ago. So I could relate to and understand uh, the, the dilemma, uh, the issues, uh, because I'm not a corporate guy that is the first time that I've started this thing from scratch and a multiple different company from scratch. So I'm very much familiar with the skill set and what all it goes through somebody's mind. So that's the first thing about me is understanding uh, the excitement, the apprehension uh, that a new franchisee uh, will be going through and all the different phases the franchise goes through. So I think understanding that, I think, is critical uh, to the success. Uh, the one particular story that I think uh, is, is remarkable that I think has uh, demonstrated in terms of, you know, how we help franchises. Uh, we have a franchisee in Allen, Ashishan uh, Kishangi, uh, and they bought a location in Allen. And w- once again, I'm very, very particular about the location because the location has to be right. Uh, mm-hmm. You can have the greatest of the greatest products and services. If you find the right location, it doesn't work. And, and that's I Allen, Texas. That's Allen, Texas, Allen. right? Yeah. yeah. Allen, Very Texas. good. Mm-hmm. And I tell franchisees the biggest investment they're doing is in the franchisees is actually signing a lease because once you sign a lease, you're on the hook for the entire yes. thing. So that's a biggest mm-hmm. investment. So let's make sure we do it right. And we looked around for about three to four months and found an, a great location in uh, in Allen, Texas. There's an outdoor mall, a lot of kids things right across from uh, a kid's cinema theater. Uh, so it was a perfect location, beautiful location in, in a new uh, sort of shopping center. So this was sort of February uh, of last year. And uh, and they opened in sort of April, May time frame. We tell people, you know, open right around this uh, sort of summer because I think great opportunity to drive revenue because summer camps are very popular and very profitable as well. So they start for marketing, and we tell the people, look, start marketing the second you have the location. Put the sign up, start the social media, create the awareness, reaching out to the school districts and working with the school districts because it takes time. It's not an mm-hmm. online thing. But they have mm-hmm. been working from sort of since the location, and there was an Allen team center that, that the Allen School District has built, about 100,000 square foot of steam center uh, that was about two miles from their location. So we, we met with the director of the steam center and said, look, the summer is coming up. We would like to form a partnership. It's a win-win situation. We'll do revenue share, and we would like to offer our summer camps 
at the Avon location as well, in addition to obviously at the iCode itself. So we helped them negotiate the entire sort of contract with the Allen Steam Center, which was a very successful partnership. The summer started. They had actually about 300, 260 kids, I think, in their location, physical location, that first summer that they were doing. And they could have had more, but they stopped because they couldn't manage it. And they had over 300 students at the Allen Steam Center. Wow. That they had. So the first summer, they had over 560 kids in summer camps. And they made incredible uh, sort of uh, success out of it. Uh, we helped them sort of through the relationship with Allen Steam Center. This year, this summer, they're going back. And unfortunately, with, you know, it depends whether we kind of, uh, with the COVID situation, whether we'll do the summer camps on site or not. But it's a great thing for them that the first month, they're actually profitable. In the summer, they made enough sort of capital. And obviously, once you have 560 kids, you convert them into your online, your sort of curriculum, uh, bell curriculum as well. So that's a great story of somebody that, you know, and, and both of them had never done business before. Uh, both of them had a technical background. Uh, one was a SAP consultant. The other was a project manager with a large firm. But that's a phenomenal success story, and then uh, they, they, that went very well. And they had a, uh, we had another story in McKinney, and they that's next to Allen, and they wanted to control that eastern side of Texas. So they negotiated a buyout from the other franchisee who was in McKinney. So now they own both Allen and McKinney, so they control the east part of Dallas-Fort Worth area. Wow, that's, that's amazing, Abid, because it is all about positioning. It is all about those building those relationships, those referral partner relationships. I think that yep. that is, that will, I always say that referral partners is like the magic dust on your business. It can take Absolutely. your business to a level that you, it would have taken you years to get to otherwise. So they both, like you said, it was a win-win situation. I love that story. Love that story. If somebody's listening right now a bit and they're thinking, you know, I think I'd like a little more information about that, about iCode and, and if it's a good fit for me, how would they find out more information about iCode and reach out to you? Thank you, Linda, for the opportunity. Um, if you go to uh, iCodeFranchise.com, uh, on the website, there's actually a virtual tour, a 3D tour of an actual iCode location in North Dallas. Uh, the look and feel is very different to any other Apple program I'll show you anybody has seen. Uh, it's almost like an Apple campus. Uh, mm. It's a great federal. All the information is there in terms of how much investment you need uh, to do what the different steps are, what the next steps are. You can fill out a, a, a very simple form and we'll be happy to get you the information that you need to make a decision. Wonderful. Uh, Abid, we're down to the final three questions. The first question is, if there is someone listening who is considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest they do to prepare for this process? First thing is, if you're working and have never started a business, it is different. Have a discussion with your partnership. The analogy that I use is, uh, a man cannot come close to giving birth to a baby, and people laugh at this analogy. The closest thing a man can come to giving to experience that is to starting a business. Mm-hmm. It is tough to start the business, uh, especially the first first year of looking after a baby is tough. 
second year gets better and better. So come in with the expectation that, you know, whether it's franchise or not franchise, you have to emotionally get involved in the business. Uh, you have to have the conviction and the confidence in the product and the services you're investing, whether it's iCode or any other sort of franchise you do. Make sure that you love getting up every day and looking forward to doing this thing because being in a business, just like having a baby, is a 24 by 7. It's an immersive experience. If, if you're not sort of committed to that, then you need to bring on uh, somebody, a director that could employ, that will manage the, the place for you. But think long and hard is a good experience. I would not trade that for absolutely anything else. But going in there, knowing fully well that it is a commitment that you're making uh, and make sure that you get into the business that you love rather than a job. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. It is, uh, as I mentioned earlier, and you did as well, it is not for the faint of heart, but it is very rewarding to uh, create something. And the lovely thing about franchise, the franchise model is that you just don't have to create all of it. In, in, in one sense, Abid, I think that plugging into the franchise model allows you to get to the joy of having your own business quicker. The learning Absolutely. curve is shorter. And you make less mistakes because the franchisor yeah. has sort of learned from the mistakes. So you're getting yeah. into something that's already proven. You just have to follow the playbook to do that. So yeah. it's obviously a lot less risky than starting something completely on your own from scratch versus getting into a model that's already have sort of figured out how it works. Absolutely. I believe that 100%. The next question here is, what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? Somebody who is high energy, uh, because I think that's, that's key to working with kids, and somebody who, who really can understand the value proposition of the STEAM education, how important it is, uh, because unless you have conviction and passion in that, is important. So the one I think is, is the marketing aspect of it. The second is the fundamental belief uh, in products and services that is the STEAM education, the kids, how it is absolutely critical that we invest in our kids for the future. Oh, most definitely. The final question here is, what does the future of franchising look like? I, I think it's great. I know typically, you know, I think over 60, 70% of franchising are in the restaurant industry. Uh, but I think uh, I think being in education is probably the second highest. So I mm-hmm. think that will continue because, especially when it comes to STEAM education, Linda, the school mm-hmm. systems will be very difficult for them to offer because the things change so dramatically and so quickly in the technology world that the school systems will have a very tough time offering the education that our kids, unfortunately, need. So I think, uh, the, you know, the old sort of education franchises that are more remedial type versus things like iCode is more progressive, more forward-thinking. Uh, so I think but overall from the franchising industry, I think uh, it's a great outlook, and I think there's a significant expansion of, uh, I think, franchising in the education space in addition to the uh, restaurant industry. Yes, I would agree. I would certainly agree. Uh, one more time, Abid, um, where, how can they find out more information about iCode if they're listening? Great. It's iCodeFranchise.com is the website, and all the information you would need, including a 3D virtual tour of how an iCode looks like, is available on the website, Linda. 
Very good. Abid, thank you so much for spending some time with us today and uh, shedding some light on the, the STEAM programs and the importance of that. So it's my pleasure, Linda. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Absolutely. Folks, so, you know, if you're not familiar with the STEAM or STEM education programs out there, you might want to check into that. I want to leave you with a quote, as I always do. Preparing today's children to become the innovators and inventors of tomorrow begins with the STEAM education programs. I thought that was really very relevant for today. Um, Again, I appreciate you joining me today and look forward to seeing you next time on All Things Franchising. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.